Hey there, Vince Bledo here, and I'm gonna talk about how to break free from reaction and self-sabotage and the various conditions that cause failure and suffering and a sense of lack in our lives. And it's not what most people think and what most people are doing to try and change their lives or uh, adjust or, or fix themselves in some way just doesn't seem to be working. People will put a lot of restrictions on themselves. Let's say somebody has an alcohol problem or maybe they find themselves uh, angry a lot or maybe it's stress, just a, a chronic stress uh, experience. And people will try to part, put on uh, rules and restrictions to stop themselves. They're gonna say, I'm not gonna go out this weekend and, and drink, or I'm not gonna, um, you know, allow myself to get stressed today, and uh, I'm not gonna respond with frustration to my children. I'm just not gonna do it, and no to that, and like try to really get like really firm about it. And then what happens is they find themselves doing the very thing that they said they weren't gonna do. And has this ever happened to you? Have you ever said I'm not gonna do this? and find yourself doing it, whatever it is. Have you made a New Year's resolution? Said you're gonna do this, work out, lose weight, eat better, whatever it is, spend more time with your kids, but you just didn't do it. And there's a reason that this happens and it's actually quite mechanical, but it's not very well known. And that's why a lot of people uh, in their good intentions and their, their sincere efforts to make a change in their lives fail. Because the way the human machinery works and i like to call it machinery because it does function like machinery there's very specific cause effect relationships happening internally that we can understand and we can break free from the patterns and the conditioning that has us doing the things that we say we don't want to do or not doing the things that we say we want to do and that's by dealing with the content of the subconscious mind and it's not just mind uh, the subconscious mind actually engages much more than the realm of thought. It engages the realm of emotion, the feelings and sensations of the body, and the various effort impulses that are operational behind the scenes. When I say behind the scenes, it's outside of our awareness. That's why it's called subconscious. And the good news is that subconscious content is not difficult to access. It just requires the right approach to do so. And what's interesting also is that the, the harder you try to change yourself without accessing the subconscious mind, the more difficult it can seem to be. And if you've ever tried to make any serious change in your life with strong intention uh, and found yourself failing, then you understand what I'm talking about. So what's really going on? Well, you know, our brain, our nervous system, our, our body, our biochemical and neurological, uh, you know, operations, uh, they're very subtle and they're not the thing that we pay the most attention to. We typically see the effects of them. We experience the feelings and the emotions in our, in our body, or we experience ourselves reacting instead of consciously choosing a particular behavior, uh, or we shut down, or we feel suppressed maybe, or something. And it just seems like we're at the effect of these different things happening. And that's because we're just not trained and conditioned to pay attention to that. You know, mindfulness is a great practice that starts to help people get aware of what's happening at the, in the subtler realms. But mindfulness alone, I found, is is it's just a it's a good gateway. Uh, what we need much more of is somatic experiencing or somatic awareness, much more attunement to the body not just paying attention to our thoughts, but we need to pay attention to our emotions and our feelings and sensations in the body, plus the effort impulses. And the way that we do that is usually through some support initially, because it's something we just don't know how to do. Um, even when you try to journal or write or reflect or even meditate, 
you become aware to a certain degree. But there are there are certain key conditions, the, the most destructive ones, the most difficult ones are, are below our capacity as an individual to access. And so we need support. Why is it that we need support from another person? And what is that support from another person doing? Or how is it making a, a difference for us? Uh, our own um, awareness uh, can be measured in degrees, like on a scale, like we have a high level of awareness or a low level of awareness. When we're in a stressed out or reactive straight state, uh, our awareness can shift. The more stressed that we're in, our awareness will shift more outward. Um, when our brainwave uh, frequency is, is in beta, we're typically more outwardly focused and uh, in survival, like we're paying attention to everything out here, we're trying to protect ourselves, defend, or you know, do what we need to do in order to not lose our life or get sick or get hurt or harmed. And many people are operating in this um, uh, pattern of beta brainwave frequency regularly, a higher stress state and a high alert state, but out here, out in the world, uh, outside of us. And that doesn't allow us to be aware of the internal state. Uh, awareness, um, so the awareness on the awareness scale, the internal awareness is going down lower, right? Um, and so we can increase the awareness of the internal state uh, by reducing the awareness of the external world. This is how meditation really works and can benefit a lot of people. But even on our own, when we're meditating, the awareness uh, that, that, that we begin to um, increase in the inner world only increases so much. There are deep traumas and painful incidents and just really suppressed and repressed feelings and emotions and what we call the shadow, uh, those characteristics, those qualities, those parts of ourselves that uh, we reject uh, because they were rejected by other people. Uh, so so we're just, there's a lot of shame around all of that. So we don't want to even access that. We've covered it up so well uh, that even if we want to, as I have many times on my own to try and get in there, it's just been impossible to break into that space uh, because our brain, our nervous system, our biochemical conditioning has just habitually avoided and blocked out uh, awareness to that area. The good news is we can get in there, but it usually requires one or more people to support us in that process. And why this works is because our own willpower is very limited. Our own will and capacity to, to, to get down in there is just, it's limited because we've habitually and chronically suppressed it and it's now become repressed, like I said. But with other with another human being present, there's a couple of things that take place, um, scientifically speaking, that make it possible for us to gain a greater degree of awareness within. And number one, uh, when we're in the presence of another human being that we feel safe with or supported by, there's different neurological activity taking place. We actually can relax more, and in that relaxation allows us a deeper level of awareness. When we're not as relaxed, and we might be calm, but we might not be as internally relaxed as we would like to be. The presence of another human being or a group of human beings who we feel safe with, we start to feel connected to, we feel supported by, it changes the way our, our neurochemistry is, is operating and our biochemistry is operating. Different hormones are being released. We can, like I said, relax more. And what happens is there's a greater degree of awareness uh, available into the subconscious. And so we can begin to process, which is the word that I use to describe this process of accessing that subconscious content and relieving ourselves of any conflict, any 
resistance, any pain, any hurt, any trauma that's unresolved uh, or anything conflicting within. I want to kind of go back to that word, conflicting within us, uh, because there's different forces. Part of us that says, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm proud of myself. There's another part of us that could be beating ourselves up. It's like, we're never doing enough. Um, I'm happy where I am today. I'm enjoying my life today. But there's another part of us that's like, man, I'm just not. I'm not happy with where I am. I'm not happy with who I am. And it's sometimes it's not linguistic at all. It's f emotional. It's felt. And there's reasons for that I won't get into in this video, but in order to change our behavior, we got to break into this unconscious realm and we need to begin to discharge these uh, conflicts within that uh, and, and, and release the habitual efforts by becoming aware of them and beginning to disidentify with them. And so by disidentifying with these different conditions within, we're creating like a space between the bodily activity and our mental activity and our awareness is able to see them happening and we have a greater degree of freedom to respond to life versus react to life. And we can actually make new decisions, make new choices that will actually be followed through with. And uh, because we're beginning to shift the internal conditioning and create more space or more room or greater awareness inside, and we're beginning to discharge the forces of conflict or the automatic conditions that just fire automatically on their own um, because they have been you know, conditioned within us, their habits, and they just, you know, they just play out the way they play out. Even though I say I want to do differently, I find myself doing this thing that I said I didn't want to do. Um, that's because that conditioning is so deeply embedded. So it's possible to to get in there and it doesn't have to be a painful scenario uh, experience or, you know, it can be done very simply and uh, gently uh, with the right nurturing environment and people. And uh, this is really the kind of work that's required for us to make huge and radical changes um, in our behavior. Um, deep, deep emotional shifts can be uh, made that allow us to attract, not even really attract, just be available or welcome in abundance, healthy relationships, the right kind of people that we need, um, the freedom to take action towards our goals, the, the freedom to just enjoy ourselves in the moment as we are thoroughly and completely true, deep self-love and acceptance. Um, if you carry an experience of deep self-love and acceptance, you're going to be much more appealing um, to the people in your life and you're going to attract a lot more of what it is you truly want and you'll have the confidence to go after anything, no matter what it is. Most of us don't realize that our confidence levels even when we try to muster up our own confidence, um, there could be something working against us at the subconscious level. We might feel it or sense it even, but not really know exactly what it is. And we're working against ourselves. And I mean, have you experienced that before? Have you ever felt like you want something so bad, but something in you is like fighting you about it? Or you say you want a beautiful relationship, but you end up bringing something else or being attracted to someone else who doesn't really fit what you said you desired or wanted. That's because there's deeper content within you, deeper conditions within you that haven't been resolved or handled or released. And so anyway, this is where the work is. And I want to kind of wrap this video up by saying that work is possible. 
It isn't difficult, doesn't need to be difficult. Even the integration of various traumatic incidents doesn't need to be that difficult. When it's done in the manner in which I've been doing it for so many uh, years now and have just gotten even more effective at doing that and supporting others really and myself included and in having support, there's a way to just navigate these territories gently and calmly and open up the space and, and start to create relief and a realization of what you actually are. The number one thing that I didn't speak about yet, I kind of alluded to it a little bit, was that uh, when I said disidentifying is that you realize who you actually are versus the identity that you have believed yourself to be with the various conditions of thought and emotion and the bodily sensations, your activities, your memories of the past and your you know, anticipations of the future. Uh, what we don't typically realize is that that's a construct that's not necessarily fixed or real. Uh, it's something we can disidentify with. And then what happens is there's an endless realm of possibility opened up for us uh, from that space. Now, you know, getting to the point where we can let go of that identity and um, allow ourselves to be a space of all possibility, uh, it takes a little bit of work, a little bit of practice, a little bit of support, um, you know, sometimes more than others, depending on where you are. But it definitely is going to require some support because it isn't the way the world typically operates. We're pretty much trained and conditioned to think of ourselves as what we do and what we say and what we've done and what's been done to us. And, and so we are pretty much hardwired to believe ourselves to be this very limited construct that we might even believe is a good construct, but um, it's still limited either way. And, and to escape that and enter the space of I can create anything, be anything, do anything, have anything, um, it takes a little bit of something. So that's what I love to support people in. And I'm creating this video to help uh, distinguish some of this, uh, this in the inner workings and create a little context for you about how uh, it can be done. But uh, it's not your fault if you can't seem to break free from patterns and habits that you know, reactions that are controlling you. It's not worth beating yourself up over. You can let that go um, because there's something else taking place and it, and it really isn't your fault. We have a responsibility to be with that a certain way, but if you don't know how, um, no amount of punishing yourself, guilting yourself, shaming yourself, blaming yourself is going to make a difference. And that goes with other people as well. When we treat them that way too, shame, blame, guilting them, it doesn't make a difference. They they don't also know why they're doing what they're doing. So there is a window in. I'm going to be sharing more videos about how to get in and uh, different ways you can do that. But uh, I'm going to keep this video under 15 minutes and say thank you for watching. And if, if this helped you in any way, I'd love to hear your comments, read your comments, uh, or consider sharing this with someone who might enjoy this video and might get something from this and might feel at ease a little bit uh, and to know that they're not alone. It's okay. All right. Thanks for watching. I'm Vince Bledo and I'll see you in the next one.